I'm be honest, I think it's pretty good. Okay. Still learn how to work these things. Alright. We are officially started. Thank you for your patience. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Coming to hang out. Welcome to the shop. You know, a lot of cool stuff going on. We stopped at the gas station. We heard some old Italian man screaming at, I'm going to guess, his neighbor. You know, you're getting the real South Philly experience right now. Yeah. I had thoughts about the the woman working at the gas station. and What about it? Just like that life. Oh, working at a gas station? Yeah. If she's all right, because it's such a tiny little space. It's a little prison. They are never there also. Like sometimes you'll just go it's into just there. And it's just closed. Yeah, there's just like random there. times because they also like have like. I usually I expect that kind of. I saw it from across the street when I was walking here. Yeah, I was like, that's not going to be open. That's not. Yeah, sometimes you, yeah, you just walk over and the doors locked because they they got like a kid. It's a small family. It's maybe like three people that work there. Yeah, at the same time too, maybe it's a nice refuge. To from your, from your annoying ass family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Your> fucking <laughs> who, who knows? Shitty family. Yeah, family can be. They don't always have to be shitty, I guess. I'm always afraid. Now that I don't have the, the headphones, I'm, like, nervous. Like, what if it just sounds crazy? Like we're too soft or, like, we're blasted out? I had hit one of these switches one time, and it made it sound fucked up. But I don't know <laughs> if it's on or off. I'm just going to assume that it's... I'm just going to assume that it's off. Yeah. Know? Maybe it lights up when it's on. Who cares? Yeah, Did you did you have, like, a... Highlight from this week? Why are you? Well, hold on. Wait, this is my podcast. Don't be asking me questions. This is know. about I'm, you. I'm just gen- genuinely interested. You're just asking. Uh, this week, I guess the cookout on Monday was pretty big. Oh yeah, it was this Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day cookout. Thank you. I thought it was another. It was a different dog. Thank everybody to coming out to the cookout. Thank you to everyone who came out to the cookout. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I made. A bunch of wings, mm. and then I made a bunch of burgers and dogs. Uh, and Classic. And I've been saying this for a while, you know, like, I'm an old black man. I love jazz. Yeah. I got a little gut, you know. There's something about grilling for people and then all the food being gone. That makes me happy. Yeah, that's. And I can't really put, because you should think after, I really shouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. But when I, when I look up and I'm like, did you eat yet? And everybody's like, yep. That's nice, you know. So, yeah, that, that was pretty good. Do you like sort of managing and the, the station and having your own sort of grilling, being being the grill master? Nah, well, yeah, thank you. First off, thank you for acknowledging I'm the grill master, uh, yeah. the, the king of the grill. Uh, nah, because I don't really have any, like, I don't really put any, like, like, you can't do shit. Like, if yeah. somebody comes over and they want to look at something or touch something, I'm like, go ahead. Like, the, is that your burger? You can flip it, do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, I definitely enjoy the little zone you get in of, like, cooking that much food and so in a relatively short period of time. Because mm-hmm. you'll be, like, standing in front of the grill for, like, an hour and a half. That's not – like, professional cooks cook all day. Yeah. They cook for eight hours. Yeah. And they cook – they feed all these people. But it's something about, like, you do all this cooking up front, the flame gets low, you do, like, a different type of cooking. Like, you put on, like, wings or something that smokes. Yeah. And then you get to relax. It's something about once you're, like, you put the tongs down 
And you're like, now I can sit down. That feels really. Yeah, that feels really bur- good. burgers and dogs are kind of like y- you're you're cooking them quick. Yeah, you're just you're flying going through at them. it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know all but, types uh, of shit. Just being able to sort of sit back and relax. Yeah, eventually is really nice as well. It's really nice to relax, dude. I'm big on. I feel like I've been most of my life. I've I, ha- I haven't known how to relax. And the closer I get to thirty, I'm really figuring it out. Yeah, I think what, that's what works for me. That's that's something incredibly relevant to my life right now. I mean, I've pretty much been on vacation for since like the beginning of June. Yeah, um, and that's nice. To a and so extent. yeah, learning how to relax, learning how to like how to how to do nothing, but for you. Yeah, because it's different for other people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, relaxing comes think, in all shapes really and sizes. Yeah, people don't think about like the level, of, like what unwinding really is. For me, it's mostly getting to a space where like the inner monologue quiets down, and yeah, I can yeah. actually just like enjoy oh. being wherever I am, whether I'm with people or alone. Yeah, what do they call that? Melancholic solitude? Is that it? sure? Where it's just like. You know, like the meme of like the white guy standing at the top of like this like this like like little hill and there's a clearing and it's just like a creek. it's a dumb thing. I'll find the meme I'll send it to you. Yeah, I'm not on top of my meme. I'm type of the meme game. Please send it but to yeah, me. But yeah, it's just like what's the word? In popular culture it's mostly known as mindfulness. Okay, yeah. I would say getting to that state where you're just sort of clear headed. Just yeah. Present. Because... I'm an anxious person by nature, always have been. Yeah. And so that that dialogue that's been going in my head, you know, constantly, at least for the past decade. Forever. Yeah. Has quieted down a lot the past two plus months, which has been really nice. And that's relaxing. It makes relaxing easier. It's, it's wild how sometimes, like, I feel like human life presents so many like things to you and i guess maybe it's more of a societal thing but like very simple things become big tasks big yeah. daunting events you know whether it be school or work or even friendships relationships very daunting and like i have to do this to accomplish this uh and it's it's very funny to like kind of like when you relinquish any type of like not necessarily necessity but like uh you know, you go, eh. And then all that stuff still comes in. Does it make any sense? Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm I also took like a little quarter tab of acid before I came over here. <laughs> 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 so I, might, so I might not be making any sense. No, that's great. Most of this thing. No. Because you know, like like you're saying, like, you know, you worked you college worked, had a business yeah. for the better part of the last decade. Yeah. That required you to be present there, but not necessarily be present for yourself. Exactly, exactly. And then now you just get to, I guess, just yeah, just be there for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm enjoying that. That's cool. Does that feel like a job sometimes? Like, what? Like not waking working? up and not having to figure shit. Shake, shake, stop, shake, move. Come on, dude. Not having like a. 
like a rigid I, I like uh, I like having some structure even yeah. if that structure revolves around ultimately doing nothing yeah like making sure that I'm you know taking care of myself and relaxing but yeah there's been there's been mornings where I'm like <laughs> I don't know what to do, and I'll just like sit in bed till ten, eleven o'clock, and we that's like, oh, cool. Yeah, fuck. just just stare at the ceiling. Get on YouTube for an hour, and mm-hmm. before I know, it's like, oh shit. What are you watching on YouTube? Uh, okay, yeah, we'll probably YouTube is like the land of my guilty pleasures, I guess. But uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff on YouTube. Yeah, you, I mean, the algorithm is sort of adjusted to what I like now. I, I guess I'd catch up on like current events. I'll find some like random vice video like today I watched some kid that's like addicted to mac and cheese and has only eaten mac and cheese for the past 17 Those years. Those are the best videos. Yeah. yeah. It's like what do you mean there's a guy yeah <laughs> mac and cheese every day. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And they even show him like getting to the point where he found a therapist to help him out which is great. Yeah, he really needed he yeah. really needed that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it's like a actual like psychological issue. America is filled with people who like have that type of like mental disorder, but think that like it's not only is it their right, but like, which I guess it is, but you're like infringing on their like own like personal belief by like saying yeah. that maybe they should look into that. Yeah, like hoarding. Hoarding is a very popular hoarding. Hoarding, I f- I feel a little icky if I watch it because you. Those shows just come across as patronizing. They do. In a way. Like they do. It's a it's some strange spectacle and I I'm not necessarily entertained yeah, by that. I'm not even really talking about but, the shows. But I'm there's like, there's yeah. times and places where it's just like, Hey, let's uh let's watch some crazy person uh go through all this shit. And I guess ultimately in those shows like they're trying to help them out. Even though yeah. it's it's still reality T V. So it's scripted. TV is so weird. I watched a cool video about uh the trains in Japan <laughs> before <laughs> I came over. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I was late. Cause like I was like getting dressed and like packing my bag, and it's just like this is interesting. Cause like they have like they have incentivized public transit so much mm. that it makes it almost too much of a headache to yeah have a vehicle unless it's for work. They have like the least amount of cars for families. Like it's like a family of four will have the chance of them having a car is like slim and it's like point five six. Does that make any sense? I but think like, that's great. But like America is like basically two and a half two and a half cars per family. Because if there's a two parents mm-hmm. and then any child, yeah, they got to get at least one car for the kid. Yeah, the kid the kid gets hey. a car. Or gets the old car and they get a gets new car. Gets the old fucked up car. Yeah, and they get a new yeah. car. Because those kids don't get, the, they don't get real independence. Yeah. Until they can take care of a car. But then there's also like the culture of excess where people have like five or six vehicles. That shit is insane to me. Yeah. Like Jay Leno. Sure. That's that's next level. Something like that. That's, that's hoarding. That's hoarding in a He's sense. He's mentally yeah. ill. Yeah. To be like, I need all. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry same. Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's mentally ill. He's also a pedophile. Yeah, it's know. just strange. Um, it's funny that show was so good. It's funny you can't enjoy <laughs> anything. <laughs> you really can't look at like, like I used to love the Bill Cosby show. I really used to love that show. Like when I would get sick, really? when I would get sick as a kid, it was just comforting. Like, 
It was something about it. Yeah. I always liked jazz music. Mm. Always liked say I love sitcoms. I'm a child of the nineties. Remember sitcoms? Right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every show that you liked. TGIF was the big thing. It was amazing. Yeah. And then like just uh, I can't even watch a clip of that show being like that motherfucker bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It makes it hard to like. Maybe we don't. Maybe there is no such thing as like normalcy in your life. Yeah. And things are ever changing. The other night I was just sitting and watching videos on Reddit under the thread of like happy crying where they're just people like really good things happening to people or like oh, okay. people they being people being helped. That's There's a beautiful. lot of there are a lot of dumb like dog and animal bullshit that yeah, like my that, dog ran like away that, and my that, dog came that back. That doesn't there. that doesn't move me at all. But I just was sitting there and like I chose for like a half hour to just like watch these things to make myself cry. And okay. I I really enjoyed that. Okay, but did you cry? I did. How often do you cry? Mm. Would you consider it a lot or a little bit? I think I cry a normal amount. I don't normal try amount. to cry. That that was like I guess I was like searching it out that night. I just sort of wanted to be moved no, by things. Like that, yeah. But like if I watch a documentary that moves me, I'll cry. I don't really cry. At, I don't think I I can remember like crying at a movie. I guess I a little bit at Pig recently. Pig? Like a what Nick, is that? Nick Cage movie made me cry at the end. Nick Cage, great actor. Um, I cry to music a lot. Mm. Depending on what mental state I am in. Yeah, yeah. I'm sometimes on the verge of like like serious tears. One time I heard like a uh, uh, Osley Brothers made me cry. And it was like me realizing that like the relationship that I was in was like over, even though it hadn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. But I was sitting in the truck when I was like, "She doesn't love me," and I just started crying. Yeah, yeah. Music, even though the song was about the cathartic. guy not liking the guy saying it was over. There's a Todd Rundgren song. Mm. Hello, love Todd me. Rundgren. So that song's so good. Yeah, I didn't know is. he's from Philly. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes songs can get to me but i'd say that's probably at least in terms of media the thing that least makes me cry okay you but need um, like you need some, sometimes I'm, I'm reminded of it's hard for me to cry now in that sense like i don't really listen to like a sad song you know if anything i'll listen to a song that reminds me of like how lucky i am and that'll that'll move me yeah, I don't know if the songs that have made that make me cry are always necessarily sad songs so. yeah you know, sometimes they're just beautiful. Sometimes they are literally just be- like the Osley Brothers song. I mean, that's yeah. a song about a breakup. But like at the end of the day, I'm just like, that's the greatest band I've ever heard in my life. Mm. That is a that is a that is a. They're like real deal. Like not just performers. Like everybody, is like the best at their job. And for them to all be on the same page. Makes me cry. Yeah. But yeah, that was also a wild time of my life. You know, I had like at that time probably the cushiest job I will ever have. What was plumbing. that? I was the plumbing manager for um, an apartment complex in Drexel Hill. Okay. So there was ninety buildings. There are over thirteen hundred apartments that I was responsible for the plumbing for the drains. Mostly water heaters. I mostly just did water heaters all day. Yeah. I didn't like inspection stuff. Like, 
you know, making sure the gas and because they own the gas, they owned all the utilities coming in. Yeah. So like everything underground, I was responsible for, like the fire hydrants and shit. Like most of the day, I did nothing. I had like an office. Wow. <laughs> I had like an <laughs> office, like a shop that's like probably like you know half the size of this, but like a bunch of like just all me. Uh, what happened to that job? That guy didn't respect. That guy doesn't respect plumbers, and he definitely didn't respect me. I think because of at the time, uh, you know, I'm a lot younger than him. I'm a young black man. He's also really dumb. Uh, this is a, this is a man that in a conversation, I was like, yeah, it's not. I was like, I don't know why we were talking about this, but I was like, you know, it's kind of like a myth, you know, from the mailroom to the boardroom, mm-hmm. like, to the corner office. And he's like, that's not true. I've done it twice. And I'm looking at him, like, seriously, like, I'm like, when? Yeah. He was like, when I, he was talking about going from cashier to manager at Rite Aid, and then the job he had now, which was going from handyman to manager. And I'm like, that's not the, bo-. I was like, that's not the, you're not a CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not on the board. Yeah, yeah. The guy who, even the guy, the guy that's in front of you is that. Yeah. The guy who runs five management properties where he basically does nothing except just drive around and complain. Mm-hmm. It's like that guy's a boss. That's You're a fun. That's a funny job. To be like a management for some type of. Yeah, yeah. They that company was like evil. They did like some. I told this story on the podcast before. But uh, this guy had like had a stroke and died. He like just croaked, but his head went through the drywall. Chase, come here. Sorry. What's uh, what's the weirdest job you've had? Plumbing or not plumbing? Uh, just anything. Hmm. I don't know. I work like pretty like standard ass jobs. Restaurants. Worked at GameStop. Oh, I, you know, I guess I could say the weirdest was I worked in the women's shoes department at Macy's. Okay. And I had to wear a suit every day. Ooh. Jakes, cut it out. Dude. When was this? This was when I was, this is like 10 years ago. I was like 19. Wow. I was like 20. I, I, it was a job that I was at when I found out I was going to be a dad. Okay. I was on my lunch break. I was on my way to Urban Outfitters to try to buy vans. Nice. I used to get all my vans from the clearance rack. Yeah. So I would either have like a cool ass pair of vans or the ugliest. Where pair you of vans. at like the Macy's downtown here? Yeah, Macy's downtown. Yeah, that's where I used to work at. Uh, and I was on my lunch break, and then I got a text me like, "I'm pregnant." Oh I was shit! Like, Holy shit! <laughs> Guess I can't get these fucking vans. <laughs> Guess I can't get these fucking fifteen dollar vans. They used to be so cheap on the clearance rack at Urban Outfitters. They would sometimes be like ten dollars. Yeah. But then they might be the ugliest pair of shoes. But then it's like uh, their shoes, though. Yeah, exactly. But then, yeah, maybe that's what's unique about them. No one else wanted them. Nobody, not a single soul wanted them. Shake, you got to fucking chill out, dude. You're making me regret bringing your ass. I had a job where it was a temp job one summer during college. And uh, I just worked with a bunch of, like, ex-cons at a tube factory a tube factory. What yeah, is I didn't know exactly what tubes I'd be making, but I ended up learning that I was making tubes that are used on colonoscopies. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just putting in like a little punch in them that they stick the camera, the tiny camera in to like look yeah. in your asshole. Yeah. 
Just wait, all day. Wait, hold on. I got to pause it. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that. So you're making tubes for buttholes. Yes. Yeah. But part of that, jo- it just got so monotonous. You're standing there doing the same thing for eight hours. So you you learn to s- you learn to stretch your breaks. Super. Yeah. And like where you can find time to just like get off like get off of like doing that job. So I have like a real towards toilet. towards the end of the day, I I would just go take a dump. And it was like the s- just like the start of flip phones. I think I had like a, a razor by like, like two years later. Yeah, two thousand eight. Something like that. Yeah. Seven, eight. Um and I would just sit on the toilet and p- play ch- Tetris <laughs> for like a half an hour. Yeah. And then it, not some even some sometime yeah, not even shitting. <laughs> just would go in there and sit on the toilet. Um, and that would uh, like have a half hour lunch, have a half hour fake shit. They, I did stuff like that in my early jobs for sure. The guys at the at the apartment complexes, they were all. I was the youngest person that worked there that wasn't a woman, by like a lot. Like these are guys that were like in their fifties and sixties, handymen, yeah, and like groundskeepers. They were just getting drunk every day. Wow. They were like, they would come in. They had like a whole sub. They would come in. They would dick around, get the little paper thing that they had to do. I know one one old head would swing his truck behind like the dumpster. Yeah. The compressor thing. Just knock back two tall boys. Yeah. Other guys sometimes would go get a slushy and he had like a bottle of gin in his fucking wood shop. And he would just fill that shit up as he's working. Just drink all every day. The little, the one guy who wasn't getting drunk, but it was funny, was a little Asian guy. He just was like taking naps. <laughs> he would just <laughs> take naps all day. Wow! Like for like, you would like hit him up, and he'd be like, "I did that stuff already. I'm not fucking whatever." I had a painting job after that. Um, yeah, too monotonous job, too wild. And so back to back, there was yeah, we would just paint white walls in this corporate center. And our boss just sort of had, we we came to learn that he had very low expectations for what we could complete in a, like, a five-hour evening. Yeah. Um, and so mo- he expected us to get, like, two rooms done. And we could get two rooms done in, like, two hours. So eventually we just started leaving early. And, like, he got to the point where he trusted us. He would leave. He wouldn't come back and check in on us. And this was going on for, like, a year and a half. We were just leaving after like leaving work early like working like half of our hours we're supposed to that is but like honestly but it just seemed like what's the point in like doing anything else like we otherwise we would just be sitting there we're not gonna like start he didn't he didn't give us anything else to paint that's what you that's kind of how it should work yeah there first off you should not no one should be working 10 hour days sure yeah, it's not good. It's literally not good. That's yeah. yeah. We are wor- humans work more now than we ever have in human history. By a lot. Yeah, Pe- there were peasants with four-hour work yeah. days. Yeah, and that's kind of like that's ideal. If you can get the work done that quick. Yeah, and that's what the whole point that's was. The whole point. And I mean, so I bet if I bet if he was there, he'd be like, I could do this by three, like by twelve o'clock. This, he would do that. Yeah, and he would go home. This was going on for like a year and a half, and. One night, he came back, the boss, and yeah. no one was there. <laughs> Luckily, I had taken off that night and wasn't working, but everybody else got caught and fired. Damn. And so I show up to work the next day, me and my 
my roommate had taken off. We worked, we both worked there. And so we show up back at work the next day. And he's like, yeah, everyone's fired. He's like, you guys weren't doing that. Leaving early. I was like, no, 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 not at all. That seems, I feel like they would, I I wonder why it just was like a one-time thing. Just talking out of my ass. But there was this older guy kind of bringing you back to, you were mentioning this dude that would drink. Dude showed up like definitely just wasted had like always had like a 12 pack of bud in his front seat his name was jim he's probably in his like 50s just kind of kept to himself but he was leaving starting just starting to kind of leave early with us too and so joe lemma our boss that was his name he caught jim turning back a clock two hours and he (laughs) i witnessed him and jim is trying to tell him he's like oh i was going by that clock that is two hours behind and joe's like looking around showing he's like well there's that clock there's that clock there's that clock they're all the right time why didn't you look at all these other clocks what and i i i witnessed jim turning back the clock yeah and I was I was laughing my ass off like this dude is gonna get fucking caught for this <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> it was some wild shit. And yeah, he got fired. And so I, yeah, somehow made it out of there. And then and then it just went back to like you just sit. It was like there were just cubicles, so we would just sit in these people's cubicles for two hours. No one else was there except like janitorial staff, and they didn't care. Yeah, and they're doing the same thing. Yeah, almost. like they do their work. Yeah, and Quit so then, then you just like, yeah, you fuck around for two hours and then you go home. So what's the difference? Why can't I just leave and like go home if I'm done my work? That is probably that was always my rationale. That honestly, and that's why I feel like because it was a point in time in my life where I hated plumbing, but I was also working so much. Like when I first started, I was working like fifty, sixty hour weeks, not even really getting paid well. I was yeah. getting paid really bad. So it's like I don't like being like afraid. Like I don't want this to be the rest of my life. Like busting my ass to get like pennies on a dollar worth of this labor, and then like you get good enough, you start doing side work and shit on the side, and you realize that like you are you are making so much cash, yeah, that you can just like do two things and go home, yeah. And that is my goal by a lot. Okay, like, I really have no monetary level of success that I need to like some people I feel like a lot of people maybe not a lot of people and this is unfair to say this about human beings but you know get to get back to something earlier like you take something really simple like being able to survive and you like you make it daunting by being like I need x amount of dollars to feel like I can accomplish these other basic things in my life like keeping up with my schedule or appearances with like my family and friends and like to be fulfilled like I need to make an x amount of dollars I don't feel that way at all. I just want to be able to work work enough, make enough money to pay, to take care of my family, but then also have a schedule where I only work like three days, four days out the week. Yeah. Because you don't really, like you can, the the work has to come in. And that's yeah. on me is to get the work to start coming in. But it's like, every time I do side work, it is my week's pay in like two hours. Mm-hmm. And then I could, then it just makes, like, I could just go about the rest of my day. Yeah. Like, when you do stuff, it takes two hours. You charge a good amount. 
So what do you do? Say you get to that point where you only have to work three days a week. Then what do you do with those four those extra three, days? Three, four days a week. Spend more time with my kids. Yeah. Spend more time doing all the like little weird shit I like to do, like podcasting and spray painting shirts. Like that's a new hobby for me. Like I yeah. wasn't doing that. I've I have I have never been like a visual artist in any form. Like I've never yeah. had that in me. So just to try stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's like what well, that's. I like doing shit like that. Yeah. Doing acid. <laughs> <laughs> doing is this a recent thing? Get, the acid? Yeah. Yeah, that's this last week, but I used to do, mu- I've done mushrooms. Are you mushrooms. kind of just like microdosing? Yeah, I like, yeah. I had put a drop this tab in a Brita filter, but I, it was too much, it was too much water. Okay. So you would have to drink like three cups of water. So nothing's really getting like wavy or psychedelic right now. Nah, I'm just like kind of in a good mood, but also it's yeah. like, is it the quarter tab of acid or... Am I just feeling, feeling all right? Yeah, I mean, Robin. it doesn't hurt. It's the weekend. It's a nice day. Everybody's outside. After this, me and Shake are probably going to walk to the park. There's a dog park over there. Nice. She needs to get. She needs to be around other dogs. Yeah, I have enough. Learning, like she, pit bulls are funny because like they don't really need. They sleep a lot, hmm. but when they are active, like they really need to be active. Yeah, and all she does to all only thing I could do for her is stand up straight while she like puts her pu- she like punches me in the nuts. Yeah, which I really don't like. Any dog that size, I feel like needs to to run around a little bit. Yeah, and get it out. Otherwise, I f- I, f- I consider that like relationship with with them somewhat abusive. If you just have a big dog and you don't like walk them or take them anywhere or let them run around, it gets kind of sad. They get they get sad. They get super sad. Uh, I always find it weird too to get the piggyback on film bad for pets. When I see a pet that probably shouldn't be in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. in a place like a place that even though we have like pretty brutal winters, gets really hot, and I see like a fucking husky, <laughs> and it's like they can self-regulate whatever. He's not having a good time. No, not at all. <laughs> He's not, not having all. a good time. He needs to be someplace to like more at the very least temporary. He needs to go to Alaska, it, where he's from. The, the, yeah, not to be like <laughs> somewhere cold. <laughs> you wouldn't do that to a fucking crocodile. You wouldn't no, take the crocodile no. to fucking to you know that like part of Canada with the permafrost and shit. You know, you wouldn't do that. Maybe. I mean, he'll die though. I guess a dog won't die from being. Yeah. So I'm moving to Syracuse, and I just found out what? found out today. <laughs> Wait. That they get the most snow in the united states just period just period 120 inches a year that's crazy that's crazy like more than montana more than minnesota all these places that you think are like super cold syracuse new york gets the most snow that's funny number one that rapper that i like is from up there stove god cooks why are you moving to syracuse uh just looking for a change of scenery. It sounds cliche, but it sort of was. COVID was a catalyst for, for this decision. Um, okay. I think it's like twofold in the sense that I can get like a, a decent house and property, for like a third of the price up there. That's wild. Yeah. Um, I like the access to. The outdoors, a lot up there, it's pretty and I don't know. Yeah, I'm t- 
turning the corner into like my late 30s changing career. What do you mean late 30s? Ch- 34? 35, bro. Okay. So next oh, year, me. I mean, I guess I'm mid-30s. But anyway, changing careers. So I, f- I figure like this full reset will be really good for me. I'm excited about it. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize that they got that much snow. That's going <laughs> to be crazy. Like, shit. <laughs> yeah, you, were pa- you were packing a bunch of summer shorts and shit. <laughs> You're like, dude, we're going to go surfing. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But it's also like a it's one of the places people recommend for like when like the world ends, you know. It's actually one of the best places to be. Why? Cuz of the snow or is it cuz like I guess it's mostly like, like a, inaccessible. Like a climate proof location. Like yeah, you don't get you fun. don't get crazy storms there other than snow. Yeah. Like it's temperate. It's not going to ever get like hotter than you can, you know, handle. Mm, no flooding, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of perks. We have some friends there. I'll be closer to my sister. Your sister lives up there. My sister lives in Buffalo, oh. which also has a good rap That's scene not too. That far, yeah, um, Buffalo's cool, but yeah, I, I think honestly, it came down to like I just want a yard, a big ass, not a big ass yard. I mean, a nice size yard. But like, like ju- where just s- just a place to sit. A yard where you step out. Y- yeah, goes for out. a little bit. Yeah, because because like so people people think about like space in terms of like modern American suburbia, mm-hmm. and that is not real space. Those are just like bigger prison cells. Yeah, you know where you can't really. There's no way I'd ever want to live in like a complex like that. I that, hate that. That's shit. that's disturbing. You know, there's like a, there's like a correlation between like like modern suburbia post World War II and then like prescriptions and like volume. Yeah, it's like it's not you're not no one's supposed to live like that. You know, that's cool. Yeah, I gotta come up. To, I guess I gotta come up and see my boy <laughs> in Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, man, do some fishing. They gotta Definitely, have, they there's gotta have good fishing. There's a spots. lot of lakes up there. It's gotta have some good fishing spots. Certainly. Like little light camping spots and shit. I would love, t- I would love to just get a little boat. <laughs> get a little boat. Yeah, dude. Not nothing crazy. Like a little, t- like a little, brrr, like a little. Yeah, get one with a motor on it and yeah. like troll around a little. That's cool. Yeah, that could definitely. Long, I could see myself in shit. my my forties, sort of, really sinking into that lifestyle. Forty uh, CU, thirty eight. You know how you yeah, keep, yeah. No, that's cool. But yeah, I think it's just sort of time and. At the the brewery, it just kind of felt right and ready to sort of relinqu- yeah, relinquish my responsibilities. You want to talk about that? Sure, yeah. It just was coming to the point, especially like during COVID and post-COVID, we shrank down the whole like model of it. And, um, yeah, because things were, I remember in that first, like let's say two or three years, like Maybe not things that were actually getting put into practice every day, but like guys like kind of expanded the idea. It felt like every year. Yeah. There's like something there was always something new was always getting added to the table. Yeah. Like potentially. Whether or not it happened or not. It was just like, Oh, we're thinking about this. We're thinking about this. It was like always kind of quick turnaround. Like yeah. some stuff some ideas I would hear about the brewery would be like it would be implemented 
six months, whether it be building something new yeah. or canning or some shit yeah. like that or, like, these collaborative projects. Yeah. That'd be quick. Yeah. Then other stuff that might be a little bit bigger, like adding a second location or something like that. Uh, do you feel like maybe, like, you needed to have these, like, constant additions to the scope of the thing? The I think it certainly in the be the beginning, those drove, those were motivating factors. Yeah. Like, it was exciting. It was fun to do to all the to shit. To, like, yeah, get into it. And then even before COVID, I, I would say, like, burnout. I was, I was, I had burnout from, like, day one because it took a year and a half to open. It took a year and a half to open. And working, that like, process was just, like, exhausting. And so you get open and it's exciting, but you're also really tired. Yeah. And you're work working more than you ever have in your life. And that that always was kind of part of the job but it it was exciting to like yeah have these ideas of expansion collaboration and for me it was always a a cool creative outlet but i'd say during covid and post covid it just got to a point where like my job it wasn't like i i was unnecessary but it, I didn't need to be there, and I feel like I got to the point where, like, I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish with it, and it's at the point where it will be what it will be. Um, and I, th I like the idea of sort of handing off those responsibilities to other people now, and okay. uh, and mo and moving on. Like, I put I put eight years in. I think that's 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 a who who are the, more who are the founders? Who are the it's you, Mike? Yeah, Big Mike. Scott? Scott, yeah. There is John. John. Adam. I don't know John. Danny. Oh, I do. Kristen. I remember Adam, yeah. Yeah. There's seven of us. But, um. So, at this point, how many of those guys are still involved? Just. Mm, I'd say all, all, all but one. All but one. Okay. But, um, but some, some of them are, s like, incredibly minimally involved as well. Mm -hmm. Like very, very like the email checking ass. Not even. Not like even responding <laughs> to shit. <people> to <laughs> like no one, dude. We try. We tried to like get a little weekly emails going. People just didn't do. Didn't want to do anything. But the the weekly emails always nice for like three weeks, and then it just becomes a newsletter, and people just start. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. That doesn't bother me. I mean, it's at yeah, the point now where the place the place can kind of be managed itself and. Mike and Colin do a great job of holding it down over there, um, and everybody else. I've had so many like very good experiences there, but then also, yeah, you really had your heyday there, man. I had, I mean, <laughs> that was the birth of Sweet Dog, like literally, because I was already going as Sweet. I was, go I was going as Big Sweet, and I was Big Sweet Dog for a little bit. But when I really just started introducing myself, well, people would just be like, are you sweet, dog? Yeah. At crime, because I would be so drunk the night before. Yeah. I would just start saying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sweet, dog. Yeah, yeah. And then having to I've be held this. responsible for that the next day, having people be like, no, you're a sweet, dog. I know, because you said it to me. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's pretty cool. It's such a different place now, though. To you. Know. you. I mean, the place itself hasn't really changed the much. Place, the, yeah, but it, but it's not like we. I mean, I guess we, I just mean Brewtown as a whole. Yeah, like in our heyday there too. I'd say like 2017, 2018. It 
2016. Yeah, 2016. Like a two and a half, three year period of like. You could go there and have some real fun. I did. <laughs> I did. I went there. I had too much fun. Yeah. Yeah. A lot uh, of people did. It's, and it's funny running into people from those days because I feel like a lot of those era of Burytown people are like kind of like, you know, some people move. Yeah. <laughs> move to West Philly, move to Germantown, move to Northern Liberties or something. Move out of town. There's a couple of people from back then mm-hmm. that are just gone. But it's crazy being there for eight years and, and knowing a lot of the regulars, even if I don't know them, but like seeing them like grow older. Yeah. It's interesting. It's or ju- or just grow up with like the younger people. Like yeah. you you just watch someone mature or watch someone's like family grow. Yeah. It's kind of it's cool. It's to be a staple in a neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, that's what my grandma had for years. It's just like again, all these things can technically be changing in people's feelings about a place. Yeah. And like there could be a lot of highs and there could be a lot of lows, but like just to watch an entire neighborhood Again, people you might not even really... There's people I've been... I've talked to for five, six hours at prom. Mm-hmm. I do not know their name. Yeah. I have their phone number. <laughs> it's not saved. I don't know their name. Yep. If they call me, I might answer because I might think that there's somebody. And then, it, But then if you like, you know how like you check the text message to see if you texted them? Like, yeah. whose number is this? And it's just me going... The sweet dog, and then them going K. That's yeah, like, that's exactly what I needed. I definitely know who this is now. Yeah, you know. Um, who is your least favorite employee? Come on, man. I'm not going to talk about this. Least favorite employee. <laughs> if <laughs> everyone, everyone knows if they know me, probably what I would say, but I'm not going to ah. say anything. <laughs> Who's your favorite? We, I'll say this. Who's we, your favorite? We had we had this woman working for us that I think she was there for maybe like two and a half weeks, but just was constantly late. And chaotic, or, yeah. Or just maybe exhausted. But I would just catch her like in the middle of a shift, sleeping in the basement on like bags of rags. And I'm like, you're... This isn't jail. <laughs> like, <laughs> why, <laughs> you could, if you want to come here early and like sleep, feel free. But you're like you're so you're you need to work. Yeah. Like no one's working in the kitchen right no now. No one knows. Yeah. So that that was like the most random kind of employee experience mm-hmm. I had, where she got fired after like two and a half weeks. That's crazy. And that didn't really happen with anybody else. Who's your favorite though? Who's my favorite? Hmm. Yeah. I really love everybody there. Love everybody equally. I think because it becomes like at this point, everyone who's working there has been there for like at least three or four years. Yeah. At the least. At the least. And everyone is, they're all great people. What is, what's the worst fight you ever got into? Worst fight? At work, yeah. Um, not really a fight, but our old chef. You're really digging for some some drama here. Our old chef and I were sitting at the bar, and this was sort of towards the tail end of his time being there. He was just a hothead, yeah. And he 
I mentioned that there was like some kitchen equipment behind the fridges that he should try to get out because they were just sitting on the floor. And he just got super, super mad at me, stormed out to the back of the brewery, slams the door while like people are in there. So I follow him out. And it's like tap him on the shoulder. It's like, hey, man, I just want to, you know, I didn't mean to like rile you up at all. He just turns around and just shoves me to the ground. Oh, jeez, what? And then the next day he got fired. But that's crazy. But that that was the only time I had like something like that. I kept a pretty like chill ship there. Yeah. I really didn't have too much issue with employees. Yeah, you guys had like good stock. Yeah. Like, again, some of the best people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Still work there now. Yeah. Like good people. Uh, remember that time you almost got into a fight out in front of the out in front of crime? Oh my gosh. Well, well you you were going to. I mean, I was not gonna fight the guy. We I was just trying like, trying to get him out of there. He was going crazy. He, he was, was like going insane. He was going insane. He was screaming bro. into a traffic cone oh, yeah. that we were white supremacists. Because <laughs> I beat him up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um Oh my god, that was Yeah, so funny. he he had his little like three four weeks that he would come and yeah, it was we, like a month we, we like let him come in i don't know what his deal is i still no, you s- mostly said also because i used to see him i, used to I see him at the disc golf course still what i don't know if he really remembers me probably maybe not. he probably is like so clean and sober now he's probably got his life together maybe he still he still looks exactly the same that happens to some people though where like they have like a rough two years and they just never can shake it yeah their hairline never grows back you know they never get ready to go. But that was that was crazy. Something in my eye. Mm-hmm. Dude, I used to get, I used to. It was maybe again one of the best, like most fun times of my life. I definitely was going through way too much. I was way too broke. I used to like get cases of PBR, drink fifteen of them, and I was getting this shit would basically like change. <laughs> I was basically like scrapping together. The eighteen dollars for a thirty rack, yeah, a PBR, and then skating down to Crom, hoping that I'm still drunk after being exhausted, and then b- b- not tipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just zero dollars mostly tipping. for free. Yeah, just waiting for regulars to come in to buy me a beer, and it was like, cause my like growing up in the bar, there was a bunch of like. You know, regulars who, like, they might be fucked up for, like, three weeks and they're they're still coming in because, like, they need to be outside. They need to be around their folks, but the only way they can be around their folks is by drinking. When did you have your first drink? My first drink? Yeah. Uh, Before I was, like, five. Okay. I used to drink Rolling Rocks. That was my first beer. As just... As As a a, baby. As, like, a four-year-old. As a four-year-old. You would drink an entire bottle? There was a lady at the... Well, they were nips. There was a lady at my grandma's bar. I'll never forget her. Actually, I don't really remember what she looks like because it was so long ago. But I remember she had a short haircut, that blonde hair. It's like, black lady. You know, obviously, it's, like, thicker black lady who would uh, give me Rolling Rock nips. They were all alcoholics. Yeah. So, to them... Rolling Rocks was nothing. Yeah, yeah. I was hammered. <laughs> I was constantly hammered. As I mean, a, she went, as it a child? Like, it wouldn't be like every day. Yeah, because it's a Rolling Rock nip. I'm like 30 pounds. Yeah, yeah, pounds. yeah. Wow. So, yeah, the alcohol, like, the shit is all determined by, like, body weight. You body you weight. remember this? I remember how I would act. Yeah. One, two Rolling Rocks. Because I would also, I just started stealing nips. Because, like. 
It's because my grandma used to keep that side door in the back open mm-hmm. during the summer. Yeah. And I would walk out of there and I would go across the street. It was a Jamaican spot. And I would steal, I would get quarters. My grandma would give me like a dollar in quarters. And I would go over there and I would play Marvel versus Capcom, the first one. Yeah. They had an arcade cabinet in there. But like if I got like a nip, let's say this lady was working, I would get like a nip. I would chug that because mm-hmm. I wanted to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Even though they were bottles. Yeah. I would smash the bottle. And I will like sing the theme song, the the Stone Cold theme, because it starts with like a beer bottle. Yeah. Like da 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 da. And I will like walk up and down Florida Street doing that. Get a second one, drink that. But this this one now I'm legit like drunk. And then I will play Marvel vs. Capcom. But then like and you're saying grandpa, you're like five years old. I'm like less younger than that. I'm like younger than four. four. My mom, my wow. mom was at work, and then my grandma did not know that the lady was giving me because it was something that she at parties. Like if everybody drove, she's like, let them get a sip. But like. She like, and then even I think after that, the lady didn't even know I was just like t- I was just taking beers. How long did this go on for? But for most of like up until I, I stopped like giving this shit when I was like seven. I stopped like drinking the nips. Okay. But then like, I had my first shot of booze. I was like nine because it was she used to keep stuff around. She lived above the bar. Yeah. So I remember I will never forget. I was like, I had to be in like third grade or fourth grade or something. And I took a sip, and I thought that it was a trick because it burned so bad. <laughs> I was like, "This is rubbing alcohol." <laughs> yeah. She she knows that I'm touching her stuff, and this is like punishment. Wow. And I just sat, I just sat in her room and cried and watched Cartoon Network. <laughs> and I was like, "I'm going to die." <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna die," because I like filled my mouth up with vodka, like Smirnoff. Oh my god! I know. So I was like fucked up. <laughs> oh. And then, like, when she came upstairs, because she was, like, she had, like, a whole little setup of, like, coming up to eat, going back down. Like, mm-hmm. she had, like, a whole routine for years. Uh, but, like, I just was, like, passed out by, like, 8 o'clock. She just, I guess she just thought I was, like, being a good boy. Yeah, <laughs> just fell asleep. She's like, look at him. He must have tired himself out. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to sleep early. Yeah. What was your first drink, you think? I, I'm thinking I was, like, 13. Mm-hmm. Your pop stuff? No, my parents didn't drink at all. That's crazy. Um, it was at not, but like not even socially. Uh, no, not at all. No, no, no. Very conservative. My mom still doesn't. Um, but I was with my like best like teenage friend. He kind of like introduced me to like the normal world which i'm very thankful for but we were at his his buddy's house and they had peach schnapps (laughs) 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 and so this kid is like oh yeah my mom just puts it in some orange juice and so we woke we it was we slept over at his house that night you know whatever typical 13 year olds playing video games blah 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 like looking at like dirty magazines that Mm -hmm. like their their dad had yeah. And then we woke up that morning. He's like, "Yeah, she has it. She has it with breakfast." That's crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> he pours us like some schnapps into like I don't know, like an orange juice glass and then fills it up with the orange juice. He's like, "Here, try some." And I just had a sip of it. But they just were like pounding them having fun. But I didn't I didn't drink another drink until I was like 19. Yeah. And then that was my first night like ever getting drunk. I went out with some of ol- older people at the college I went to. Yeah. And at our college we weren't allowed to drink. 
Yeah, because you went to like a religious school. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. You were going to be like, what, a pastor or some shit? Yeah, dude. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> yeah, it literally is. <laughs> but, um, and that night I got wasted on Miller Chills. What is it? That? That's like, it was like Miller Lights, like lime drink. Oh. And I was like, oh, I like this. I can okay. drink this because I had a yingling and I thought it was disgusting. Well, yinglings are disgusting. Yeah, they still are, yeah. Yeah. And so we only people only drink Yingling because of nostalgia. But I went back to like campus. Well, we kind of lived on a house off campus, and but it was still kind of on campus. I went back and was like, "This is what it feels like." <laughs> <laughs> like, wow! I'm the king of the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you feel kind of great, and you don't get hangovers. You like wake up and you're like, "Okay, cool." That yeah, was when you're young and yeah. yeah, not at all. Oh my god, bro! I used to when my grandma sold the bar. You know she. I had a bunch of booze, so I was just like drinking Crown Ro- Crown Royal on my way to work at Fridays, like and just it's uh, it's crazy the amount of things I was able to do with the amount of Crown Royal I was drinking. <laughs> like I was drinking way too much Crown Royal, and then like talking to customers, also yeah. washing dishes, doing everything. How old were you at this point? I was like twenty one. Okay, twenty two. So you were you were allowed to? I was yeah, I was allowed to for sure. I definitely shouldn't have been doing it. Mm-hmm. What's the longest you've gone not drinking now, you think? Like recently? As an adult, yeah. Uh, It's probably, this is somewhat sad, but there was a vacation like three years ago, and I didn't drink for the entire vacation and then came back. I went 17 days without drinking or smoking. And I felt great. Yeah. But then once, you know, obviously it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. Not that it really necessarily has. But the, those things kind of help you reset a little bit. They ref- they reframe your relationship with it for sure. It's like this trip I took this summer, I did I really didn't drink didn't too much. Anything, yeah. yeah. It's funny how social, how how many people needed to be social. Yeah, certainly. Like pulling the veil off and able to be yourself. Because everybody's walking around super tense. Super tense and super like. There, it's a. And maybe some of that is like a symptom of like burnout. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody's like kind of like emptying the tank every day, you know, with no real way to. With no real way to be like, I'm emptying the tank. Yeah. They yeah. get drunk and then now all of a sudden they're crying at the bar. <laughs> now they're crying. Dude, I've seen the weirdest thing to me. Is why do you take your boyfriend or girlfriend somewhere in public to break up with them? Because I've seen so. M- I I, see I know there's reasons, but yeah. like, p- tell tell me what why you think. I think depending on the way that relationship is, uh, it, I don't think it matters if it's a guy or a girl that's doing the breaking up. I think some, first off, some people are just straight up like violent. You're like, I okay. need somebody to be around. Okay. Yep. Just in case. Yep. Yep. Like they want to act a fool. Yep. And also, I think like it gives them like an easy like. Then there's no like aftercare. So like, if you break up with somebody in your apartment, then you have to spend like 45 minutes being like, "Look, everything's okay. Yeah. We're still gonna be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, we're still gonna be friends. Like we got the same friends. Like we're still gonna be at the same stuff. But then it's just like, that's 45 minutes of your day <laughs> <laughs> after the fact. Yeah. At the bar, you're just like. 
All right. Well, look, my Uber's outside. <laughs> I gotta go. Well, like I had to go. It's it was just strange, and I probably would see it every couple of months. And it would be and, bad. And yeah. they're just like sitting there, and one of them is crying. No, like, sit, okay, sitting at a table. Sitting at yeah, exactly. And the other one is just like, yeah, well, I'll have another one, or yeah, could I get a sausage or something? It's like, yeah. Just completely removed from is the situation. It yeah. yeah, it helps. I can see how it helps. Like, it keeps. It makes it. It makes the escape a lot easier. It makes the escape easier yeah. if there has to be one. And so, but yeah. also depending on whatever relationship. But I've is, that could be incredibly I've seen rude. more the person getting broke up with leave first, yeah. and then the breakup. The person doing the breaking up just stays there and probably has another drink. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I never, I never, I thought it was just such a, like, come on. But I, I can under, I can understand of, certain I mean, yeah, reasons. I'll, again, sometimes people are just looking for easy out. Because yeah. how about this? Maybe that other person might deserve you like talking to them for an extra twenty five minutes. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean that everything like, oh, you know what? You're right. We should get back together. But at least like they don't have to like be completely broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over pickles. Yeah. You know? Being like, I. Look, we're not going to get food yet. <laughs> <laughs> we got to handle some business. We got to le- let's keep them coming first. <laughs> yeah. you know? mm-hmm. Like I, I took, I, I feel like I haven't even really been drinking a lot. But like this past week, I just was like, maybe I should see how far I can go. Yeah. And I, I don't, I never want to be like. Whatever, not make a event out of it or make a big deal. Like this is the day, pick mm-hmm. a day, and that's it. But uh, it's funny, like day four, and I and I wasn't even drinking every day. Yeah. But like, and I don't, I can't handle drinking a lot anymore. But yeah. the physical implicate, the physical damage that's done to my body now, it is like not. So like, yeah. day three, I was like a whole new being. Like Wednesday, mm-hmm. and Thursday, because it was like my stomach doesn't hurt. Yeah. My stomach always hurts. Yeah. I'm constantly shitting. Yeah. Like bad, like diarrhea every day. And it was like, well, that's gone. So like, and then maybe like, I, I think yesterday I woke up feeling like I was hungover, which I don't know if this has ever happened to you. Like if you go like two weeks without drinking or a week, you like wake up feeling like viciously hung, like your head is like, like never happened to me. That's, that's okay. Well, maybe I should talk to somebody <laughs> about that. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> maybe I should talk to somebody about that. I, I do have like a history of like vicious concussions though. Wow. So maybe that's like plays a part into like the way my brain Some works. CPE. It always feels like someone's shaking it up. Yeah. A little snow globe. That's not good, man. When's the last time you had a checkup? Had it checked? Like no, brain? like you. What's the last time you went to the doctor? Oh, years ago. Yeah. I haven't had. I've never had health insurance most okay. of my adult life. Yeah. I think I had. Yeah. Maybe. F- Five years ago. How many things do you currently have going on that you feel like you could use a doctor's opinion on? <laughs> at least, at least five or six things. Okay. Come a couple of them psycho, like like psych, like a psychoanalyst. Sure. Yeah. I've, I'm like not. That's I'm not a hundred percent sure, but like I'm pretty sure I'm like like bipolar. Oh wow! You really think it's that severe? There's so many people in my life that have it in my family. Uh, and the s- symptoms, granted, I'm just reading what the symptoms are. Sure. Because I, I don't really get that. I don't really get, like, WebMD shit where I'm mm-hmm. just sitting there and be like, I have cancer. Or shit like yeah. like that, that has never really been the way that I've operated. Because mm-hmm. I'm on the opposite and I'm like, nothing's ever 
Nothing's ever wrong with me. Uh, but I don't know, bro. The highs are really high. The mm-hmm. lows are way too low. And the lows are going for way too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, this doesn't feel... Because it's not even like I necessarily have any reason to be that low. Like, life can be hard. Mm-hmm. But the wake up... And this is part of the issue. Uh, I've been, like, self think. I've just been thinking to myself about this all week. It's like my entire life I've wanted to die so it's weird to think that there's going to be a version of me that doesn't want to do that 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 isn't because it's not even really suicidal Mm. but it's just like part of something about me feels like I should not be here and I don't know what the fuck I don't know who that version of me is that is supposed to be here or who, yeah. or who should feel that way? Because like I have a family, like I have people that care about me and love me. Yeah, but I don't know why the fuck I wake up and I'm like, well, yeah, why? Why the fuck am I here right now? Which is why do you feel like you need to tell yourself these things? Say it out loud. No, like you you say like, well, most psychologists or therapists will will say or allude to the fact that like depression, etc., is caused by hate or anger directed inward and so if you're at least for me when i experience it it's thoughts that aren't based in reality and i'm just like they become cyclical and they get to the point where there's they become habit and that's when like like the the lows last way too long and breaking out of them becomes harder yeah do you experience it similarly I guess somewhat, I, and that's what I mean, though. Like, I don't think, because I've, I've been trying to think about it. I don't think there's been a time in my life hmm. where, the, where the highs have lasted for longer than a couple of days, like two or three days of my life. Even when things are going really good in my life, like, I haven't had, like, a, hold up, I got to piss. All right. Relaxing. And that's a good, that's a good, yeah. Back to what we should be doing is relaxing. This is the year of relaxing. Well, this this comes like so. You're saying like the lows and the highs. Like, what's you you seem to be like searching and yearning for these highs. But what about just simple contentment? I think that's like the cure. Not necessarily the cure, but like that's is that is it that would help? Yeah, that'd be a good tool to have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that feels like. And I don't. It, it feels. I don't know, and this maybe is why I've been like doing doing a little mu- more mushrooms than the usual, microdosing. Yeah, microdosing LSD, trying to figure out like a steady mm-hmm. balance. Yeah, but I don't know. Again, I don't know what it is. Like even when I was a little kid, I'm talking like four or five years old, like wanting to die, not even really understanding what is on the other side that, or what that means. That's so crazy. And it, it's not. I know there's like a bunch of people feel that way. Well, there's and there's some trauma there. I don't think there was. Really? My mom was pretty good to me. My mom has her shit. Or just like experiences, not necessarily I guess. Familial. I did have a really bad concussion really young. Okay. That my mom said when I woke up from that, I was not the same kid. Wow. And maybe that was it. I just don't remember. I always felt like even as a tiny child, four or five years old, that I had missed something. Hmm. That there was something that happened or something that everyone else had experienced that I 
there was no way I was going to be able to comprehend it, that it was gone. Okay. Right? And that I was living in a reality with people who already had. What is, it, what is it that you're looking for? What I is don't it? know. Yeah, what is this? Mis- what is this thing? I don't yeah. know. Because like I said, I was like out for days when I fell in that first concussion. Wow. Like I was awake, I think. Like how I did was you, talking. I think I went to school. How did you get concussed? I fell. You fell. I fell like four feet off like a little ramp. But like three like, feet. But like, like I bet if I walked past it right now, it would be like, it's like a tiny thing. But I like went head first. Yeah, hit your head. Yeah. Because uh, I woke up. I remember waking up like in my room. Okay. It was like days later. Wow. And like I think I had went to school like for two days. And then people were like, like I was asking them questions and they're like, we talked about this. And I was very young. Wow. And I will never forget that. Like that day when I hit my head and then like the day when I like woke up. Because like I was like, in, I, like I said, I was in my room and I like went to go talk to my mom and she's like, She's like, we just talked two seconds ago. And I was like, for real? And ever since then, it's just like, I don't know. You can go to that spot, and that's like a touchstone in your life for like feeling this this feeling that, that you can't like. describe, that you currently maintain. Maybe. One thing is for sure. Hmm. When the train comes past, I want to jump in front of it. When I'm up on something high, I want to jump off. If I'm around something sharp i want to stab myself with it even when i was a kid just having these dark thoughts six seven years old wow i don't know but even when my life is going great when i'm having the best time of my life i'm like i'm like this should be over now is my that's my thought like when i'm out surrounded by friends and family yeah at at a at a fucking restaurant, I'm like, when I go home, this should be the end. This should be the last day, mm. and I don't really know what to do with that anymore. And it's not even like I, I think I'm past the point of actually doing something about it. Yeah, but I do need to like, I got to get that shit to stop because now it's just it's too it's too annoying. Yeah, and that's that's it makes you feel like a it's like been a going loser on for so long. It's gonna be hard to this stop. Is my whole life. Which is why I'm like, maybe there's something I should talk to, <laughs> like a therapist okay, or like so some type of like someone. So this is one. What else is there? What do you mean? We were talking about reasons that you have to go to the doctor. Oh, so uh, when I was a kid, like especially wearing like Tim's and Air Forces, I would always stand like a penguin. Right. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. This feet. is something a lot of people should think should a lot of people who do that because a lot of people do that like they get nikes they get certain sneakers they step weird my hips are so tight Hmm. that the pain has now made its way to my shoulder and then the shoulder goes to my neck okay also my like my left arm is really bad i just need to go back to like a physical therapist Mm -hmm. like a once a month i did it for three months it was great it's the best yeah i had a lady down here but she she needed a doctor's note okay and i was like i don't have health insurance so i can't just like get it's way too much work. But that shit is like, I just need somebody to like show me how to like unwind my... Do some yoga. Yeah, I guess. I don't really know. Your hips. Hips is like the pigeon thing. I don't really know how to... Just get get on YouTube, man. I guess, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then my blood pressure is super high. Viciously. 
That's not and good. I'm probably pe- pre-diabetic. Yeah. Which is why I pee a lot. But whatever. Enough about me. <laughs> we just spent 15 minutes talking about good old no, sweet just, I don't know. This is we also just really haven't, make sure talk. you're all we right. haven't talked or hung out. Yeah, I just want to. Ca- I'm just catching up with you. I like sometimes when like I'm just in working in a neighborhood and I just pull over and I just come in there for two seconds. Yeah, that's always nice. Yeah, it's always good to just catch up. Just to catch up for a second. Syracuse has nothing up there. Well, I think that's part like, of like like media or like event wise. No. Honestly, that's part of the appeal to me though. This can like, yeah. Yeah, it's just chill. And uh, it's like, tip- like some local theater. It's typical Rust Belt. Like it's kind of on a little up and up in the past, maybe like twenty years, relatively speaking. Yeah. Like it's not as much of it's not as dilapidated as it was, say, in like the seventies and eighties, I guess. Yeah. Um. But I like that I can get a yard. I can get like an inexpect inexpensive property, and like. Go get a boat, get in the fishing. The boat. I want to. I want to get into archery. Oh, yeah, okay. dude. So I got to have a backyard big enough to practice shooting arrows. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the chiropractor I was going to down here, he's a fucking bow hunter. He fucking yeah. He like stands. I'm gonna have to take shit. some lessons. Uh, it seems fun. Yeah. Also, those things like those new like composite bows, they seem they look heavy as shit, like cumbersome. Yeah, you should get like you should make a little, like on some Boy Scout shit. (laughs) 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 You should get like a big twig. Well, it's kind of fulfilling like a a fantasy of mine because during COVID, I I played a lot of Breath of the Wild, which is a Zelda Uh, game. Oh yeah, and so I was like, I should really, you know, that was the perfect COVID game. Try to try to get into like this. Actually, I don't know if I'd want to hunt. Yeah, hunt, kill an animal. Target just just because nice. that's like a whole that's a different world. that's a whole other thing to hobby to get into is like shooting a deer and then what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm into that. Well, a lot of pl- I know, and like hunting town specifically. Yeah, if you don't want to do all that stuff, the the main thing is just to get somebody out there with you who will. Yeah, who yeah. You go. You you go. You got to find somebody Some that people like Sherpa who like yeah exactly. This is where you go to shoot. Yeah. And then he takes a shit. But I just want to get good at shooting a bow and arrow at targets. Putting like a little apple up on a tree branch and then walking. Exactly. That's very cute. Be, That's yeah. a nice little be way. A little, be a little like medieval sniper. <laughs> yeah. Like light a little flame on it. Sure. A little flame on like and then. Hmm, I'm trying to think. But maybe I can't. Could, uh, maybe you can fill like a balloon up with gasoline. You could fly, launch it. You could I mean, that's if like. Society hits the fan. Uh, It'd be yeah. nice to be an archer. That's cool. Yeah. When society hits the fan, they're going to press that button that activates the almost global microwave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When society collapses, they're going to unleash those robot dogs with the M16s. Yeah. Who that. knows what they have? I mean, we know that they have those dogs. What are these dogs? You don't know about that? No, I'm not deep into the mm. into the. You know that company, Boston that Dynamics. Yes. Yep. They ten years ago debuted like this autonomous like dog robot dog with four limbs that and they were like I have seen. They were like, this, look, yes, it can jump. Yep. It can crawl. Yep. They were like, this is gonna be good for like the medical field. Yep. This is gonna be good for like a like a fire or something. 
And then they're like, oh, look, it can open doors. From the get, people are like, why are you doing this? You know, what is the end goal? They never really said anything because they got other robots too. Yeah. They got like humanoid ones that like do drywall. Yeah. They can like lift stuff, like do gymnastics. So people are like, what the fuck is the point of these robots? And I think it was like two months ago. They were like, we put a gun on the dog. (laughs) 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 We put a a gun on the dog and it never misses. Wow. And it has like, it has the fucking gun has a, a sights on it. Yeah. Like an aiming, like a fucking, like an ACOG scope. But it's like the dog doesn't use that. It doesn't use that at all. It doesn't have eyes. It's using math inside the fucking chip or whatever to mow down whatever they're identifying as shoot or don't shoot. So these dogs are going to be what's left. At some point, and then maybe it might be, we were talking about like the climate earlier, when this planet gets pushed against its limits and people start like saying like you lie, you lied to us again and then they'll be like well now even the people who were on your side aren't on your side and they're like, well we got dogs now yeah we got a little robot dog i get literally the plot of terminator i guess or the matrix you know because all the rich people just want to put their brains in a robot anyway which is weird to me wow they all like fantasy like like fantasize like space Sure. And like this, like a eternal being, this yeah. version of themselves that is constant. Yeah, but and that's they, disgusting. But they, there's no way to eternalize consciousness. They're working on it though. Wow, that's what I mean. I guess like, there's like the Neuralink stuff going on. That's pretty wild. It's the Neuralink stuff. It's also like being able to back up everything. Yeah, and like being able to tell an AI to like recreate your memories. Which people like use some of this stuff online, and like part of it is cute. They'll be like, "There's like that AI generator where like you type in something and it like makes like a fucked up looking version of it." It'll be like it'll be like a like Homer Simpson at the Nuremberg trials or some yeah. shit, and like you get like four or five images, and people are like that's cute. It's like you should not be doing that. <laughs> no. There's no reason no. you should be typing that in yeah. and having a a computer even attempt. Yeah. To generate that, why? <sighs> why? Because they know what their ultimately, what their ultimate goal is, though. It's complete autonomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all these, because inbreeding is out. No more inbreeding. That's how powerful people would stay in position before. Yeah. Like the queen dot. Yeah, yeah. Her husband was her cousin. Yeah. Is it is ingrained in human culture to inbreed. Doesn't matter anymore. Fuck whoever you want. Can you get one of those robot dogs? <laughs> and then people are going to be like, there's going to be like a lot of like, currently right now, upper middle class. People are like, we have our dog and our do- dog works fine. <laughs> that dog is going to turn on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And eat happened? your fucking face. Yeah, so ultimately the you're dog. Because you don't work for the state. Yeah. Or I guess you work for the state. You are not the state. What happens you know? when it's just the state and the dogs? I mean, they'll they'll control. Then the them. dogs go. The dogs win. Yeah. At the end, the robots win because humans are too stupid. There will be a robot that can. Uh, He's already take, here. Take over. Yeah. It's our, yeah. It He's is like already incubating over yeah. the Atlantic Ocean right now. Yeah. Like just but like little nanobots bringing adding pieces to him figuring out you know organizing coups 
What do, you, what do you think about the idea that UFOs are humans from the future coming back, time traveling? I would. I don't think you would ever. I don't think anybody would ever go backwards if they had the opportunity. Just if, what if they're like historians trying to like verify? Well, they already generated the. Mm. Like they already have these things where they can look back. Well, why would they go back? True. 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 It, would, it wouldn't make any sense. They'd be like they're barbaric. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, I remember when we were bar- barbarians? <laughs> and it's just me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just me smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Look at this barbarian. We're not doing that anymore. Come on, <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. If you had to change your name, what would it be? That's a good question. Um. I might have to remember to edit out all that me dying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You got to leave that in there. Oh, my God. Um. Okay, 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 okay. I'll say this. Uh, this one time back in my single days, I told this girl that my name was Soren Kierkegaard. <laughs> <laughs> And that's one of my like was one of my favorite philosophers in that period of my time. Mm-hmm. I like that name, Soren. Yeah, that's embarrassing to say that. But <laughs> I, I, I've always felt like a, a pull <laughs> towards the name Sebastian. Sebastian, <laughs> you give off no Sebastian vibes. That's <laughs> not you. That's not it at all. Oh my no, god. No, no, I don't think it would work. These are just coming from the top of my head. I feel like I would need to consider it like a parent considers naming their child. Like, I couldn't just come up with it. Yeah, but naming a child is because you just come up with it. I just thought of what do you got? artists that I like. Okay. That's how I came up with James. James. Dignified. Like J. Dilla. J. Dilla, yep. James DeWitt Yancey, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, pa- Jimmy Page, James Page. I okay. didn't know he was a pedophile back then. Even though I was listening to the songs. You know, they were saying "little girl." <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> like there's like this how blatant it was. How blatant yeah, that like yeah. abuse was and still is in America. Like now, people are like, you know, I guess somewhat <laughs> catching on. But like, yeah, like they were just <laughs> they were just not good people then. You know, except for Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was good at hiding because <laughs> he had like all those jazz albums. There's like, there's like, come no, on, man. There's like no like uh. There's like nothing to look at with those jazz albums specifically and be like, I don't know. They're just good. They're they are good. I mean, they're also just like Grover Washington Jr. My my high school English teacher on Fridays would just put on an album and like three times he put on those bill records. Yeah. They were good. They're solid. Yeah. I mean the soundtrack from the show was just like Let's not talk more about Bill though. Uh, It's disturbing. Shit. Uh, when are you leaving for Syracuse? Do you know? I have like the uh, next year. Eh, no, I have a job interview on Tuesday. What? So if I get this job, then I'll probably be moving in like the next two weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. What are you doing the interview like with, through Zoom? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Video call. That is insane, but dude. I can't believe you. Is there a train that goes up there? Mm, possible. It, certainly a bus. When I come visit, I'm not catching the bus. That's like nine hours. What? Syracuse is four hours away. No, it's not. Yes. It's not that far. You can always just meet up in the Poconos halfway. That's cute. There's no reason to go there, though, to the Poconos. 
There's no reason to not go to the Poconos? No, not to go. Maybe once a year. I haven't been to the Poconos since I went to summer camp. There's nothing to do. I mean, unless you, like, <laughs> ski or snowboard. I've, ne- I've never done either. Even though on the last podcast I talked about always wanting to beat a bully on the ski resort. You go to a lake, but so then it's like, why don't you just, like, go to the shore then? Nah, I guess the if you want... Bl- it is always, like, 10 degrees colder up there, though, which is nice. The lake is always better than the shore. Because whenever you want to go to the shore, everybody else is at Exactly, the shore. yeah. Everybody doesn't always want to go to the Poconos. True. So you probably get more... Because you go out there for peace. I don't go out there to hear, like, fucking... No, yeah, you freestyle. <laughs> no, 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 no. You hear like it's someone's ATV doing yeah, donuts. Wanna, like I don't really want to hear that. You want to unwind? I'm also not a beach guy. I don't take my shirt off in public, and I can't swim, so I'm not built. That's for surprising. Beach. You've got a great body. Nah, I have like one man boob. <laughs> just and one. Yeah, just one, which makes it awkward for me to take my shirt off. So, like, I'm never going to go, like, I, last time I got into a pool, I, like, wore a shirt. And people are like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> that's usually, like, something reserved for when you're, like, 300 pounds. Like, yeah, yeah. even the grossest, fattest kid. guy will be like, yeah, fuck it. I feel like when you get to that weight, there's no hiding it, so you take it off anyway. It just clings to your little fat body. Yeah. Just most people I know who are, like, obese don't wear a shirt. I feel like it's the in-between people who, who still who have, like, like, a reason to be self-conscious. like, awkward, yeah. Yeah. Awkward, feeling awkward about it. I think I'm about getting surgery, though, as a 30th birthday present to myself. On your boob? Getting it gone, yeah. You've always had it? Since I was, like, 15. Wow. That, when I, when I, I still remember when I got it. It was also my first week with braces. It was, like, one of the worst two weeks, periods of my life. I got, like, beat up. By this big ass kid named Eric, <laughs> not even actually. Anyways, I got embarrassed. Yeah, Eric embarrassed me. I had the, I had the boob because I had two. Yeah, and then one of them went away, but like it like it swells up your lymph nodes, and it hurts. Wow, it's like I couldn't sleep, and I was like day four braces, and I had like bra- like my mouth was fucked up, so I was like in pain. I yeah. was in pain all day. So this is the third thing you've got to go to the doctor t- for. Yes, I did. Yeah, I did say there was like five things. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's expensive, and it's like because it's not like important. So it's like spend eight grand. But it, I went on some website and they got financing. So I'll just put like a hundred and fifty dollars a week into, you know, like what do I have to lose? Yeah. I just want to be able to take my shirt off because it. My body is getting. I used to be very skinny, mm. and have no muscle. And now I have a bunch of muscle, and my mostly my back is big, and like I'm just always wearing a shirt. I don't think that would stop my whole not liking the beach thing, though. Yeah. Because the beach is overrated. I agree. Yeah. I'm more of a sh- I like the sun, but I also really appreciate like the shade. I like the sun through the shade. Mm. I like to sit around. I guess that's what an umbrella is. For the yeah. Maybe the acid is working. Yeah. Because who, what the fuck? You're, am I you're like melt, definitely melting into that chair more than when we arrived. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how this chair operates. So <laughs> it does. The more you sit, yeah. one the, like sometimes I'll come so over squishy. here. So squishy. And I'll just fucking, because I had the PlayStation here and I'll just like play Madden. I don't even like Madden. <laughs> 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 I don't even like playing that game. I just feel like people are coming here, I'm in here like this. Like just with the franchise mode. Yeah. Trading away all the like. 
don't know. Video games are so dumb. Did you see real quick? I don't know how much more time you got. Did you? Yeah, whatever. Did you see the Little Mermaid trailer? No. So they got this black woman, <laughs> this black pop star. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Uh, if you go to the comments under like the official Disney, because Disney was flagging all of the negative comments, it yeah. has the most thumbs down of anything I've ever seen. It's like a million thumb dislikes. So they disabled the dislikes. You can't see it anymore. Whoa. Right? And then the comments are just people saying quotes from other movies, saying, I loved when she said gabagool or some shit like that, or love, like shit like that. I really don't understand it. So they're like, I, I didn't even really watch the trailer because I was like, it's the Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's a kid's movie. And I was like, this, she can sing. And like, it's Disney. And but I'm the really comments aren't necessarily racist. They're just kind of trolling. Because they, they're trolling because they got all the racist comments got taken down. Okay. And I remember uh, somebody, the, the, the guy I used to work for, uh, we were talking one day about 007. Because they had announced that the next 007 was going to be a black woman. Yeah. And then he said to me, I was like, yeah, I was like, it feels like childish to be upset about like Spider-Man being black or something. Like, yeah. You know, like it's a it's a fictional thing. And then he was like, well, why don't they just make their own thing? And I was like, they did. And now <laughs> the guy, he's black now. <laughs> That's the whole point yeah. is that it doesn't, it's fictional. Yeah. It's not a real, James Bond is not a real person. And, it's, and it, even in the new 007, James Bond still exists. The 007 is just a different agent now. There's a woman. Ah, okay. Yeah, he retires. He does it in the movie. I did. I never seen it. I also don't watch any of this stuff. I don't even no. know why I care sometimes. I guess I really don't. Societal relevance, I guess. Yeah, because like I guess like maybe people feel like, and maybe sometimes I feel like, are we are we like are we not barbarians anymore? And it's like we are totally. But most most of these people are really stupid. Really stupid. Yeah. Like really dumb. Yeah. All right, here's Dougie. All right, I think that's a good spot to end. The <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Most people are really dumb. Thanks for thanks for coming on, dude. I really yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, but it's great hanging.